At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, the field of 68 is set. It's time for some madness. But as we open up the show and we say, hope you had a nice weekend. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, Amal Shaw, my partner, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. This is Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. As the NFL wants, they do, and they hijack the NCAA. Amal, we're going to get to the tournament. We're going to get to, uh, I've got Thomas Gable checking in from the Borgata with sharp moves on these, on these games. Of course, you start up tomorrow with the first four and then the first round begins customarily on Thursday. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. We've got a huge week here on Sharp Money, Mr. Shaw. Clark Kellogg is going to join us tomorrow. Joe Lenardi is going to join us on Wednesday, so plenty to do there. Terrence Oglesby, who calls all these games, is going to join us today. Professional handicapper Steve Fezzik is going to join us in studio, and he's going to tell you exactly. His notes are extensive today. He's going to tell you exactly how to win betting the tournament. That's 25, 30-plus years from a professional handicapper. But as we open up the show, first off, hi, Amal. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Uh, Let's get to it. Uh, The big guy is going to be sprinkling. Remember, free agency begins on Wednesday, but legal tampering, so we're getting all the news in the NFL, and it's coming hot and heavy. I got two pieces of quarterback news to start the show, and then we'll get to the tournament. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he is going to sign. It's being reported with the Raiders. It makes sense. Kind of a mid-major, right? You're going to save some money. You need to fix that defense. A veteran stability. He knows the scheme. Uh, Again, a mid-major can get on a run, get to the Sweet 16, even make it to the Final Four. We've seen it happen before. If Garoppolo is healthy, key in a team built right around him can make a run. Three years, $67 million. That's the price for Garoppolo there with the Raiders. Yeah, look, I think this is what I've been complaining about with the Garoppolo situation for a number of years. This is how he should be paid at about $22 million a year. He's a serviceable, yep. solid quarterback. Should have never been in that upper echelon of upper-tier quarterbacks. I think this is going to be a good fit now with McDaniels at the price that the Raiders are paying. So I think it's a win-win all around for both sides. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Again, they needed to save money. They were going to spend a ton on car if they kept them. They couldn't afford to give up more picks for Aaron Rodgers. And speaking of Aaron Rodgers, big guy, you can jump in with this, but you told me about 30 seconds before the show started, it looks like the deal Rodgers to the Jets is getting done here. Yeah, so far, the only one reporting it is Trey Wingo. He says that the deal is happening. It is done. Quote, history about to repeat itself between New York and Green Bay. 
Okay. I, no surprise. We heard Mark Murphy talk last year, the president, excuse me, last week, I'm all the president there of the Packers. And it sounded like the Packers were ready to move on. And certainly Rogers ready to move on here. Yeah. I think great opportunity for both sides to move forward and look, they're in a situation with Jordan love. They got to find out what they have or do they have to go get somebody else in the future? So I think all those things are going to be key components here for green Bay coming up from a jet standpoint. You look at this division, Miami's trying to make some news. You know, they have a big cornerback move, getting Jalen Ramsey, obviously from the Rams, big acquisition for, for them. But I think that the New York Jets are a legitimate threat to win the East and be a real competitor in the AFC, uh, again, depending on how you see Aaron Rodgers. So for me, I, I think this can be a win for the New York Jets. See, I, what I like about you there with the Garoppolo move is you're not as high on Garoppolo as others, but you understand this makes sense for the Raiders. The Raiders need to rebuild that defense. They yeah. need a lot of pieces. You're paying him mid-major. I'm calling it mid-major is yeah. kind of a corollary here with college basketball, but he's a mid-major guy. And if you get right around him and you get hot, you can make a run. I, I like the analogy, right? Like he's a George Mason. He's one of those types of programs in this sense. My argument always against Garoppolo wasn't necessarily his ability, but he was paid like he was a top five, top seven, top 10 guy. And he's just not at that level. He's a 12 to 18, 12 to 20 guy. And I think in this situation with talent around him, you look at Darren Waller at tight end, uh, Hunter Renfro in the slot, and then, of course, Devontae Adams. you got an opportunity to be successful. When you look at the four-skill position, including Josh Jacobs at the tailback position for the Raiders, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a more loaded or more talented skill position totally. room in the NFL. Totally agree. They just franchise Josh Jacobs as well. Okay, big guys. So again, we'll wait on the official announcement as far as Aaron Rodgers. Wingo is reporting that we'll get off the football. Garoppolo to the Raiders, potentially Rodgers to the Jets. Is there anything else you want to report before we get to the basketball? Yeah, Mike McGlinchey going to Denver for five for eighty-seven and a half million. This is a great signing at, at what are we talking? Seventeen and a half per for the Denver Broncos. You talk about getting a great guy to play inside on your line. I think it's going to be a big loss for San Francisco and a great addition for the Denver Broncos. Broncos. 100%. You big guy, you got anything? Well, that was interesting, too, because Orlando Brown looks like his time is done with the Chiefs. Rappaport's reporting that, and he will be another guy who gets big money because Kansas City went and signed former Jags tackle uh, Jawan Taylor today. And I think the other big move is defensively uh, the Niners grabbing tackle Javon Hargrave from the Eagles, four years, $80 million. Okay, so there it is. Hot and heavy news, of course, officially free agency opens on Wednesday in the NFL. But right now, of course, legal tampering going on across the league. And the NFL does what it does. It completely hijacks every other sport at every moment, at every turn. As, of course, you've got multi-week madness in college hoops, the best time of the year, 30 days of the best action you can possibly find. And here comes the NFL jumping in with free agency. So, as we now transition, again, the Rogers news as it breaks here on Sharp Money, we'll get it to you. It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's a huge week for us. Remember, yeah. go to VSIN.com, sign up for that daily newsletter. It's called the VSIN Daily. We had tremendous, shout to Len Mead, giving props to those that deserve it. We had tremendous coverage of the bracket reveal last night here on Visa, and we've got coverage across the board. Got a special show coming up tonight talking about the tournament, so make sure you check it all out over at vsin.com. As we do, I'm just going to give you the number one seeds, and you react if you have an issue. What did Kansas do to the committee, right? Three, they're the number one seed, Amal Shaw, but they got a brutal, brutal region, which we'll get to in a little bit. They were the <laughs> number three overall seed. Number one overall, Bama, no surprise there. Number two overall, Houston. I mentioned Kansas, number three overall as a one seed, and Purdue, number four overall as a one seed. I'm laughing because what you said about KU, I said the exact same thing to somebody yesterday. I said, who did Kansas tick off at the selection committee that they know, wound right? up with this region? I, I got to tell you, and I'm not trying to make excuses. I don't have a future on them. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, I, I think if UCLA gets a Dembona, I know they're going to be without Jalen Clark. If UCLA gets a Dembona, I think they win the national title. I think this team defensively and offensively with with Hakez and Campbell are good enough. Amari Bailey finally played like the Amari Bailey that was expected coming out of uh, um, out of high school, and he is tremendous. But it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we should have a great showdown in that one. Don't forget, you got the Zag sitting there as the three seed. Nobody's talking about this team and what Mark Few's team's been able to do all year. Remember, this is a team that dismantled the number one overall seed in Arkansas. Yep. I mean, Alabama earlier this year. Well, why don't we start there? Because yeah. I was going to go easiest to hardest, but let's start with the hardest. And I see the West is up there. 
Big guy, good job with the graphic and everybody working behind the scenes. But if you take a look, you just nailed it. First off, Ken Palm has Kansas as the fourth best team in the region, yeah. and he ain't wrong. You can put UConn ahead of him. You could put Gonzaga ahead of him. You can put UCLA ahead of him, and then Kansas. So Kansas is going to open. You take a look at the West right now. Kansas is going to open with Howard. It's not going to be easy in the second round either. Arkansas, Illinois, yeah. of course, underneath five seed St. Mary's. That was a good, that was a big time seeding for a St. Mary's team that obviously lost in the finals and got completely boat raced by Gonzaga VCU on the line, Connecticut, Iona. And then you continue Gonzaga grand Canyon, who had a nice little run Northwestern Boise state. As we talk about Boise state, we should discuss what you and I were harping on a lot. You crushed me when I said the Mountain West is going to get teams in here at large. San Diego State was in regardless of what happened in their conference championship over the weekend. We know that. But how about at largest for Utah State, Nevada, and excuse me, Utah State, Boise State, and Nevada? Well, look, I thought it was deserved. I just didn't think the league would get it. By the way, though, I don't know why you're flying solo on this mission here. I'm not saying that I wasn't suggesting or implying that the league wouldn't get more teams in. But I thought you were in agreement with me there, buddy. Oh, was I? Was I? I you know what? Maybe I was just waving the flag for the Mountain West and the major conference bias that you, to me is on the decline big time. I think it's good for the sport, wider interests, the data, the net, which we've had now for about five years. Well, the committee obviously is paying attention to it. But the teams that, you know, I guess had beef, Rutgers, yes. um, they lost to Minnesota. In. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Vandy lost to Grambling and Southern Miss. Uh, North Carolina, we don't even want to talk about. By the way, Oak the, State was your first team out. The Golden Eagles were not bad this year. Don't, don't, you know, I know they didn't play well in the conference tournament, but Southern Miss was a solid team this year. Yeah, but Vandy, I mean, I'm talking about the teams that had beef here. Rutgers, Oak State, Vandy, and North Carolina. Over them, you get Utah State, who lost in their conference final, of yeah. course, to San Diego State, game. Boise State, and Nevada. I got no problem. Look, uh, Lucas has been tremendous for Nevada this year. This team has been really good. Baker, the uh, Texas transfer, has also been very good for them. Not a big Steve Offord guy, but I'll tell you what, the team has played well. I like I like this Utah State team. They can really shoot the basketball. Uh, they're going to be dangerous. Leon Rice's team, Boise, plays really good defensively. That's going to be a great matchup with Northwestern. Going to give a slight edge to the Milecats, probably only because I have a Big Ten bias. But uh, other than that, I think you can make an argument either way in that one. Uh, but to me, I, th I thought the league was deserving of this, and I'm glad they got four teams in there because this is a very, very good league. Maybe because I live here in Las Vegas and you fo I follow a little bit closer than you might in other parts of the country, but I'm telling you, th there's a lot of places. If you had teams having to go to uh, Albuquerque, uh, San Diego, Boise, uh, Logan, uh, Reno, they're coming out with losses on the road. Well, first off, Utah State, four guys that can knock down threes. Yeah. Dorius, Funk, they have size. You know that about Utah State. San Diego State literally looks like a football team. <laughs> that team lives in the gym. I mean, Matt, seriously. Matt Bradley they're... might be the strongest guard pound for pound in college football and basketball. Well, they go with the three. Tremel, yeah. who transferred, I think, from Seattle. Bradley and then Butler, they just legitimately look like they live in the gym. Nevada, Lucas, Blackshear, and Baker. That's about as good a top three. The problem with Nevada, they lost three straight coming in, and they don't really have depth. But that's... That top three of Lucas Blackshear and Baker are about as good as it gets. And Boise State's got five players that average at least 10 points. Like, these are good basketball teams. Hey, you're absolutely right. One other thing to keep in mind when you're betting these games, remember, the tournament has longer timeouts, right? You have a 90-second to two-minute timeout during the regular season. These are going to be two-and-a-half to three-minute timeouts. So it's a little bit more rest. You don't have to worry about as much of depth. Really, you want a team that's at least got a seven-man rotation. You're in good shape there. Okay, speaking of Boise State, Thomas Gable runs the race in sportsbook at the Borgata. Open Boise State won. That number has flipped Northwestern, a point and a half favorite. We continue. Breaking news coming to NFL as well. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits. It's free, so make sure you go check it out. Want to know where the money and bets are going for every game? It's updated every 10 minutes directly from DraftKings. It's today's games and future events as well. Make sure you check out the betting splits over at vcin.com as we welcome you back here on Sharp Money. Just an amendment. So Wingo reported the deal was done. As we say hi, I'm Patrick Maher, Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. This is Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you had a nice weekend. So Wingo was reporting Rodgers to the Jets is done. Rappaport is saying it ain't done yet. We shall see. What we do know is it looks like Garoppolo is going to get a deal done with the Raiders. As more NFL news comes in that is pressing, we'll get right to it. Let's go back to the West because I do have region odds, and then we'll move on to Houston. Houston's in a bit of a pickle, and we'll discuss the Midwest here in a second. But the West, so right now, these are Bet Rivers, one of our sponsors. UCLA is your favorite, Amal Shaw. We talked about Kansas, whatever the hell they did to the selection committee to be put in this bracket. Uh, UCLA is your favorite at three to one. Kansas is your second betting favorite at three and a quarter. Look at these odds. Gonzaga is your third betting favorite at three and a half. And then UConn, a team that you love, is four and a half to one. So, again, Kansas, your one seed, but UCLA is your favorite to get out of that region over at Bet Rivers. Yeah, a couple things. You know, KU, Kevin McCullough didn't play Saturday against Texas, and I thought that was going to be a key factor. He may not necessarily be a guy that you think of offensively. We know he could do defensively. That impacted them. I don't think it was the reason why Texas still won by 20, but I thought it had an impact. And when you look back at the three games they played this year, Texas was tight in Lawrence, blew them out in Austin, and blew them out in Kansas City. Uh, I think KU's a really good team. The difference will be when Bill Self is there. Norm Roberts did a nice job in filling in in three games to get to the conference tournament final, but come up short. UCLA, again, I talked about it at the top of the show, Jalen Clark out. Best on-ball defender guarding one, two, and three. And then you have a Dembona inside. When you look at some of the bigs in the Pac-12, maybe people don't pay attention, but and Folly Dante at Oregon, we mentioned Bona. You look at Gay up at um, Washington State. There are some dudes that are not only good, athletic, 6'10 or bigger, can run rim to rim, and that's why they need Bona in the middle. If they got Bona in there, I don't know if there's a point guard in college basketball that controls the game better than Tiger Campbell. 85, 86% at the free throw line. I know he missed that one. Uh, at the end of the game against Arizona, but I look at it just as a miss. It wasn't a choke. If you watch Mahoney for Yale yesterday, down three on a one-on-one, one, you could see his left hand shaking, Patrick, as he's getting ready mm-hmm. to take the free throws, and he clangs the front end of the one-on-one, and, one, and then Yale gets blown out by Princeton. Uh, but for me, when I look at Hawkes, uh, how under control he is, the young guys for UCLA, I'm telling you, I watched that game very closely Saturday night. UCLA's a really good team, and of course, with Mick going postal on every player, I think they should be focused. 
And if Kansas does get to the Sweet 16, I know Amal Shaw will be betting on a UConn team to beat them. No, not necessarily. Look, the best player in this entire region is Jalen Wilson of Kansas. He's the best player offensively, defensively, overall. To me, it's not even close, really. But I, I think the thing with Kansas is they lack that size. It's going to be a challenge when you look at Klingon and Sonogo inside. Jackson's a great athlete for UConn. He can cover Grady Dick. That would be, I'll tell you what, that's worth the price of admission alone to see Grady Dick and Jackson going at it one-on-one from both sides of the floor there. Okay, if you're looking at your bracket here on Sharp Money, we're just going to move up. We're going to move up to the West because you had mentioned injuries, and Houston's in a bit of a situation yeah. here. You take a look at Bet Rivers. They're your shortest to get out of their region, that being the Midwest. They're plus 140. Texas, who's peaking at the right time. Amal, you love this Texas team. Yep. They're 3-1 to one to get out of that region. A couple of things about Houston. One, obviously lost to Memphis. No Marcus Sasser. Sasser slipped, and he's their leader. He slipped on Saturday night and pulled his groin. Nobody knows what his status is. Of course, he didn't play against Memphis yesterday. Just to add something to it, what Calvin Sampson's going through, where his twin sister died on Friday. I mean, there's a lot of emotion surrounding sure. this program right now. I'm not saying that, obviously, it's going to impede them, but there's just, it's he is a human being. And then you take a look at Houston and take a look at the bracket. If they do get past Northern Kentucky, which they will, Iowa-Auburn, they could be playing an Auburn team in Birmingham. Yeah, it's going to be a real challenge there. Uh, I'll tell you what, that Iowa-Auburn game, the 8-9 matchup in the Midwest uh, region is going to be one of the best on Thursday. Uh, but to me, the big thing is, Patrick, you mentioned it, the Sasser injury is crucial. How long and how severe is it remains to be seen? I didn't expect it, which he didn't play on Sunday. We saw that. That was not really that much of a shocker because Houston's got bigger picture, uh, big picture in mind. But to me, when you look at this uh, this region, uh, you mentioned Texas. I took Texas Saturday night after the Kansas game. It was 20 to 1. I said to a friend of mine, I said, You better bet it now. I said, This thing's going to be down to 12 to 1. And this morning, boom, it's at 12 to 1. I think the way Carr has led this team, Rodney Terry's done a great job filling in, I think, since December 12th, taking over for Chris Beard. Texas is a really dangerous team. Desue inside, they've got some size. Mitchell. This is a team that you you got to really be careful of. Now, Timmy Allen's health is a bit of a concern for me. But other than that, I, I think the horns are right there. Okay, we move down the bracket again. Houston and Marcus Sasser, that is going to be huge to monitor his health. Let's talk quickly Indiana and Kent State. That's the 4-13 matchup yep. because Thomas Gable, Borgata checking in. They opened Indiana five and a half. If you watch Kent State, Beat up on Toledo. Yeah. We talked about Toledo. They're a legit team. Kent State is a very good basketball team. This number open Indiana five and a half. The Sharps are taking Kent State. It's been bet down to four. Yeah, I think it's the right move. And I think three and a half or four is probably the right number. Um, give a slight edge to Indiana because, again, you gotta, uh, you got to be able to slow down TJD and race Thompson on the interior. And then you're going to need Galloway to shoot the ball well and Gates has to shoot the ball well. If they can get those two guys going from the perimeter, I think this team can be really dangerous. Um, but you're absolutely right. And then, of course, Hood Shafino. I think he'll probably be the second-best player on the floor in that matchup. But give Kent credit. You were right on Saturday against Toledo. They couldn't miss. That was a great matchup. Kent, though, remember, they played near their home. That one has played at Quicken Loans Arena in downtown Cleveland. Only about a 30- to 40-minute drive from the Kent campus. They win that one in dominant fashion. Patrick, I want to quickly go back to this region and the 10-7 matchup between Texas A&M and Penn State. I'm glad everyone's going to be able to see my guy, Jalen Pickett, play. This guy's an absolute yes. dude. But if A&M wins this game, you talk about a bad matchup for Texas in the second round. Texas taking on Texas A&M. I don't care if they're you, Dustin, myself, and Kevin on that A&M team. Just because of the rivalry, this will be one hell of a war. In Penn State, Texas A&M right now, I don't know where your true number is. A&M's about a three, three-and-a-half-point favorite. If you watch them against Bama, there's yeah. a reason Bama's the number one overall seed. They couldn't get anything done no. against potentially the deepest and the most talented team in the country in Alabama. A&M couldn't get anything off. I think the one thing that's underrated from Alabama, and we talk about Brandon Miller and how good he is, but you look at the length, Clowney, all of these guys, and I thought – that yeah. we're depth, absolutely. But to me, the, the where the length comes into play is when you're trying to get shots up. Like if you watch the Arizona-UCLA game, you saw Tabellis and Ballo. They were able to control the defensive glass without Bona in there and then ETN fouling out as well. 
so for me, if you're an A&M team and, you know, you've got a guy like Seth Lundy, he's pretty long on the perimeter. This team should have an advantage, though, on the interior here. Um, I'm going to stay away from this game. And by the way, nobody plays better backyard basketball than Penn State's Jalen Pickett. He just takes the ball. He takes your point guard. And he's like, unless it's Matt Bradley, he's like, I'm going to out-physical everybody. I'm just going to back him down. And I'm going to go with a six-foot jump hook. And I'm going to make eight out of ten of those. Well, it's just fun to watch Pickett because he's that anchor with a bunch of outside shooters, yes. but everything still runs through him. It's a fun team to watch. Penn State, don't be surprised if they beat A&M. Now, uh, just one last note. So, again, they're in the Midwest. I'm taking a look right now. The one that's getting hit the hardest, Kent State. So, no surprise. Kent State's a good basketball team, and most are talking about a 5-12 upset potentially. We hear it every single year. Yes, I get it, but Miami and Drake, it's a Miami team that you do like. I, I love this Miami team. I like them a lot. Real quick, just go back to the uh, Kent State team real quick. Sincere Carey has been outstanding. Averages 17 points a game. Can shoot the ball from all three levels, you know, inside the arc, free throw line, and then, of course, the three-point line. This is a dangerous team. Uh, but getting to Miami, I, I love this Hurricanes team. I thought they were a little bit underseeded. If they had a deeper run in the ACC, they would have been a four seed, but five, not bad. I think the Drake matchup is an ideal matchup for them. When you look at the Bulldogs, uh, this team is not quite as good on the interior where it's going to be a real challenge for the Hurricanes. I think their guard play should be able to dominate in this one. Look, kudos to um, – I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the Drake, Drake head coach's name right now. But, um, you know, to me, when I, uh, DeVries. You know, DeVries has done a nice job so far with this team. But I think Miami – boy, Patrick, I didn't know this number is two and a half. The, the, yeah, this this yeah. is our – oh, this might be our all-in Short moment number. here. Yeah, I – I'll take my chances. Look, DeVries is a terrific coach. Great story with his son playing for the team. They're leading score. But I'm going to tell you right now, give me Miami here in this spot. Love the two and a half. And I have a feeling by tip-off we're going to be at four. I just don't think. by the think... way, and I'm par- pardon no, me, you. but it did open three, so Drake got bet down to two and a half. That, that's fine. I'm going to take my shot here with Miami. I thought this line should have been four, four and a half. I love the Hurricanes in this spot. Well, you are a host and producers, all hosts and producers here at VSIN were given all our plays. Yeah. You have to give your plays after the show. You're officially going to give Miami lane two and a half. Well, I don't want to yet because I want to bet it first before I give it out. <laughs> Look at you, market hey. mover. No, it's not you about that. About Listen, Miami. I don't, don't want to get ripped off on a number when I can get a two and a half out here. You, you talked about Miami being underseated at five. Not as underseated as another five seed, and that's Duke. Duke, I okay? agree with so you. So we have to discuss Duke because Purdue, that is a matchup nightmare yes. for Purdue. And when we come back, let's discuss that. Purdue's not getting past Duke in the Sweet 16. Duke's about as hot as anybody right now, and they can do a lot against, again, an underwhelming backcourt in Purdue. So that's what we'll do when we come back. You heard it. He's got to bet it first. Miami two and a half off the three opener. When we return, the East, Purdue, has got a brutal Sweet 16 potential matchup against Duke. We continue with Sharp Money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, get your bracket ready. We're going to go bottom left to the east with Purdue, number one seed there. But first, become a VEASAN pro today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out your bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VEASAN pro subscribers get unlimited access. Look, I don't need a script here. This is about... Our guide last year was ridiculous. So what we're doing is vcin.com slash subscribe. When you become a pro, you get all the network plays that we hand out here on Sharp Money. You just heard them all, Shaw, on Miami. You get everything we offer, and right now it's $19, okay? So, again, if you can get 19 bucks together, we're going to make you some money. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. Again, that's vcin.com slash subscribe. He's fired up. Nobody better this time of the year than Amal Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, keeping an eye on the NFL tampering. Of course, we let you know at the top, Garoppolo to the Raiders. Looks like it's a done deal. Some mixed reports as far as Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. If anything breaks, we'll let you know. The big guy continues to monitor free agency uh, in the NFL. But right now we're talking tournament. Let's go to the bottom left. Let's go to the east. And Amal and I were having fun talking about this Purdue potential matchup with Duke in the Sweet 16. I'll give you the odds first off here to get out of that region in the East. So your favorite to come out, no, 
No surprise. It's Edie and Purdue at two and a half to one. Marquette, a team that you like, Amal's four to one to come out of the East. Tennessee's six to one. The Ziggler miss is a big one. We'll get to that in a second. But how about Duke? Nobody hotter right now sitting seven to one. And a Kentucky team that's peaking as well sitting nine to one. Let's start with Purdue. The backcourt's an issue. Okay, we know this. Now, if you're talking about a potential matchup, and I'm assuming Purdue gets there, Memphis, who was great against Houston, remember, no Sasser in that conference final, Duke Oral Roberts. What's fascinating about the Duke Oral Roberts play, and I know there's a lot of sharp, that number open seven has been bet down to six and a half uh, with Duke laying it. Uh, we all do remember midcourt max Asmus against what was it? Two years ago against Ohio your State. Ohio state yep. team. Ohio state was two and oral Roberts. Who's got a ton of experience and Asmus is just a stud. He pulls up half court, the little guard that can play uh, oral Roberts is live here, but Duke is rolling. They are, but I'll tell you one thing. Remember Connor Vanover played at Arkansas. Big guy, 7'4", 7'5", transferred. He's got the ability to stretch to the three. This is going to be interesting when you look at this team in terms of Duke matching up defensively because Vanover's a guy that can pull you all the way out to the perimeter. So it's going to be a lot on Derek Lively and Filipowski in terms of how they match up here. you got two big men, two centers. Uh, Lively is 7'1". You've got uh, Filipowski at 6'11". Some, some good size for Duke. I'll tell you what, you got a bunch of bigs here in this league, I mean, in this bracket, that people may not be thinking about. I'm not going to touch this game at 6.5. I do believe the Blue Devils move on. I'm going to stay away from this game, but this should be an interesting matchup. If they are knocking down their perimeter shots, it's going to put more pressure on, on this Duke team offensively, particularly Jeremy Roach, to be able to really contribute offensively. I will bet and I will take Florida Atlantic catching the two. You can find them three at DraftKings. That's a really well coached, very good defensive team. I'm not as high on Memphis as others. Where are you on that matchup? You know, it's an interesting one. I think it's a tough one to call. I think FAU is great defensively. They can really play well. I didn't think they got any respect being a dog against UAB after the season they had during the regular year. Really an insult on Saturday. They get the easy win there. But this is one, I, I tell you, remember the SMU transfer, Kendrick Davis, has made a huge difference uh, in terms of what we've seen so far out of this uh, Memphis team all year long. If you look at the three matchups they had against Houston, the first game they lose on the road at, uh, at the Fertitta Center in a tight game. That was a game that they could have potentially uh, been more competitive in, but just couldn't knock down some shots in the first half. The second game, Jamal Shedd knocks down a three uh, two-pointer at the, at the end to be able to win it. I look at this Memphis team. They're really good. I like Penny as a head coach here. Uh, Williams is going to have to play well for this team, but I still think that um, Florida Atlantic can't be discounted here. Patrick, this is an ideal matchup, and I was saying to Dustin, we'll get into it a little bit later on the show. This is why nowadays, in my opinion, unless you absolutely love a game, and it's hard to imagine in a game like this where it's going to be a wire-to-wire job, you just wait on the in play. You can get so many, so much more value and so many better numbers this is going to be, it feels like to me, a five or six point win max, regardless of who wins this game. And speaking of in play, Steve Fezzik, who joins us on Mondays here on Sharp Money, is going to join us in the last hour. And part of his notes, we're talking about in-game betting during the tournament. So we'll get to that coming up. Good job by you, Amal Shaw. Now, again, we keep on talking about Duke, Purdue, Sweet 16. Duke would have to get past a team that, I don't know if you're fading at this point, what they did to you on Friday against Missouri, but Tennessee-Duke would be a fantastic matchup. Yeah, no, you're right about that. It's Look, I, I like Missouri a lot. I think they've got an opportunity to really pull off some upsets here, but I just thought that Tennessee defensively, they would be able to stymie Missouri, but Kobe Brown was outstanding. Uh, Des Moines Hodge could really shoot the ball. He had a great shot, if you saw, over the weekend against the shot clock. I think it might have been against AM on Saturday. Uh, but, you know, to me, when you look at this team, they're very dangerous. Gates just gets an extension. Uh, the head coach there for the Missouri Crimson, uh, Crimson uh, for the Missouri Tigers. But I, I think this is going to be an interesting one. They're dangerous. I love teams that can score the basketball. I don't know if you subscribe to this theory. In hockey and in baseball, and even to a certain extent in football, but the way the games are officiated nowadays is more difficult, but particularly in hockey and baseball, great and elite defenses can shut down the best of offenses. But in basketball, elite offenses can beat elite defenses. And I yep. think Missouri has the capability of being elite offensively on the offensive end. Yeah, those three guards can get it done. You mentioned Kobe as well. Now, if we go Purdue into the Sweet 16, let's have play with some liberty here. Sure. And, and Duke gets there. I'm fascinated by this because, again, they're short. Two and a half to one Purdue to come out of that region. 
Duke's just a better basketball team. They won nine straight, and I'm going to let you run with this. I know you hammered Duke over the weekend. They can dominate you defensively. That's what really stands out. they got two seven-footers they can throw at you. If Purdue matches up against Duke, Duke has an elite backcourt. Of course, that's the weakness with Purdue. And Lively can look Edie in the face. You know, there's not many that can look at Edie. And again, Edie's 7-4, and what is Lively? 7-1. Yeah. But you can throw a couple of seven-footers at Edie. This is a tremendous matchup for Duke. No question about it. You go back to January. I believe Duke has only uh, five losses in this calendar uh, year. And you look at their road losses. That NC State, for people that are not familiar, huge rivalry there. NC State is in Raleigh. You've got Duke in Durham, just a very short distance between the two schools. They lose against Clemson. And then, of course, they lose the games at Miami, at Virginia. And they had one more loss there at Virginia Tech. A, a little bit of a controversy there in that one. And we saw the Virginia game, which went to overtime. So this Duke team has been right there. They avenged that Miami blowout down in the Watsko Center down in Coral Gables. You're absolutely right, Patrick. This team with the size, with the way they're playing, and more defensively, they are really good, really dangerous. Shire's got this team believing. And I don't know if a team is going to be able to use this conference tournament win more of a springboard than Duke out of every conference tournament that was played. You look at it, I think Duke puts themselves in a great position. They address every challenge that they faced. You know, Texas is playing great basketball, but I go back to Texas dismantling Kansas and Austin, and I thought that's when they really were already rolling. But to me, Duke is in a great position. You're absolutely right. I would not be surprised at all if Purdue matches up with Duke, and Duke's a two, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Marquette's a wagon right now, is what the kids say. Amal Shaw, go to the means. bottom of the East at a as two seed. Shaka Smart's done a hell of a job. Would they have 28 wins on the year? Yeah. Uh, just as a quick note, Vermont is getting bet by sharp betters. So that number open, we can grab the opener and I'll give it to you. But Mar Mar excuse me, Marquette, Vermont, round one. Vermont is getting bet. Before we move on from that matchup, you see it right now. Open 11 and a half, so Marquette... Bet down to 11 here. Thoughts on the Catamounts? Yeah, this is a good basketball team. They beat UMass Lowell at home. This is a team that's always consistent. They can really shoot the basketball. They come in having won 15 in a row. They're pretty balanced. You look at Penn, Sullivan. These guys can really score the basketball. I think it'll be a challenge here if you get off to a slow start or not shooting the ball well if you are um, Marquette in this game. You've got to shoot the ball well from the perimeter because the Catamounts come in shooting 36% from beyond the three-point line. But I'll tell you what. Maybe it's because they're in Milwaukee and it's a smaller market. They win the Big East regular season title in a league with X, with Creighton, with UConn. And to me, I don't think they've gotten enough credit. I think Shaka Smart, the job he has had done to win the double, to win the regular season title and to win the conference tournament title in New York City in dominant, dominant fashion. Hats off to this Marquette team. Not going to play this game at 10.5. I'm hoping the Catamounts jump out early, you know, 6 8 nothing run to start the game. Then you maybe get Marquette at 4.5, 5.5, something like that. Marquette's a legit national title contender. No question you can about it. See them find their groove defensively as well, and that Shaka Smart kind of nastiness started to show. That team's a hell of a good basketball team. You take a look at the East, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap it up. We'll go to the top uh, with Alabama's bracket. But you take a look at the East. I mean, this is ridiculous. You got Kentucky and Providence. Okay, Providence not peaking right now. Michigan State, USC. USC gets into the dance here. I mentioned Tennessee, Duke potentially in a round of thirty-two. It's a hell of a bracket. Well, I'll tell you right now, to me, I think Marquette's in a good position. You get Michigan State, USC. I'm not sure who's going to win that game because SC can be a little bit uh, inconsistent offensively. Boogie Ellis is going to have to have a big game for Andy Enfeld and the Trojans uh, when they play Sparty on Friday. Kansas State should get through Montana State. But I'm going to tell you right now, Patrick, the winner of the Kentucky game against Providence, I think is going to beat K-State. I just feel like they've relied too much on Johnson, uh, Keontae Johnson. They turn the basketball over too much against two teams that are fundamentally sound defensively. I think the winner of the 6-11 game advances past K-State. Beautiful. Good job, Amal Shah. When we come back, we'll go to the south. So we're working counterclockwise here. <laughs> we're going to go all the way up top left on your bracket. Alabama got the number one overall seed treatment. They've got the easiest path. That's next, Sharp Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers online sportsbook is the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRivers.com. BetRiversSquares.com, excuse me. BetRiversSquares.com. Sharp Money. He's Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is VSIN, the sports betting network, the best time of the year. Terrence Oglesby is going to join us coming up in about 14 minutes. Uh, he calls games for the field of 68. He's an analyst. He played at Clemson. That's one thing I'd like to mention before we get to our final bracket here. Can Clemson chill? Clemson wanted in the dance. How about this? Beat Louisville. And the reason I bring that up is because, as you know, I went to South Carolina, so I know a bunch of people that went to Clemson as well, Amal Shaw. They have no right to bitch. You can start with Oak State. You can start with Rutgers. Those two are kind of on a little island by themselves as far as maybe getting snubbed. But Clemson and Vandy, stop it. Well, you know, the argument from Clemson is going to be we beat NC State three times. And not only did they beat them, they drubbed them twice. Yes. And so I, I get the argument there. However, here's the problem. This has been the same problem that has plagued Syracuse and has plagued Clemson. Brad Brunel schedules like an absolute, just absolute scare. I mean, you know what word I'm going to use, but it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. Okay. Let's just be yes. real here. I mean, give me a break. I'll tell you right now, Kirby smart next year. If you've seen Georgia's college football schedule in the non-con Kirby smart would be proud of the way Brad Brunell is scheduled. Georgia has well, the biggest joke of a schedule next year in the non-con. Uh, just do me a favor. Clemson beat Louisville. By the way, speaking of which, again, don't allow- if you're the com- if Sorry. you're the committee and those three big wins over NC State, which is a tournament team, you just look at it and you say it's a good matchup, right? You can almost kind of sidestep that by just saying it's a good matchup for Clemson. But overall, again, what they looked at was the net. And when we're talking about those Mountain West teams, those Mountain West teams had a much better net than the teams like Clemson and Vandy. Vandy was like 81 as far as their net ranking. And then you take a look at Utah State was like 19 and Boise State who got in. And of course, Nevada, who got in after losing three straight to end the regular season. So again, I like it because it's diversity. I like it because it also, you know, a part of the country in the Mountain West, you don't really think about it adds intrigue. 
Those teams that people across the country don't get to see very often, like a San Diego State. We talked about the size and the shooters for Utah State. I like the fact that it's kind of it widens the interest a little bit. I agree with you completely, and I think a lot of it is the schedule. I'm looking at Clemson's non-con schedule. They lose at South Carolina, probably the worst team in the SEC. Terrible loss. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, they lose to Iowa. They beat Cal by eight. Okay, you did beat Penn State at home, but that was an overtime game. I mean, this team didn't play anybody in non-conference. Richmond, I mean, remember Mooney, Mooney due to health reasons, had to leave the bench uh, three-quarters of the way through the season. They play absolutely nobody. you got to go out and schedule people. You get respect for that. You know, the ACC was a down year. They shouldn't have expected much out of it. And you're absolutely right. The interest level increases. It's funny. I was at the Pac-12 tournament over the weekend, and there were some people by me, and, and they, were, they were there. They were Wolfpack fans for Nevada. But they go, well, you know, the Wolfpack lost to San Jose State, so we decided to come over and watch the Pac-12. It's just good to get more interest. And look, I know I was saying that they wouldn't get in as many teams. I don't pay attention to it. The greatest thing about college basketball over college football is you could have five teams in college football that go undefeated. One team's going to get left out. But in college basketball, if you play your schedule, you go out and you win games, you're getting in. As a matter of fact, you got a chance to win three or four games in every league, and you get an automatic shot there, Brad Brunell. And speaking, taking shots at Mr. Brunell. And speaking of non-conference, while we're talking Mountain West, and we'll get to the South region with Bama, one seed in the South, your number one overall seed altogether, field of 68. Didn't Boise State beat Texas A&M non-conference? They did, absolutely. So, and this is, I mean, you, look, this is a really, really good league. The problem is because all the teams are on the West Coast, there's a little bit of the bias built in there, and so you don't get an opportunity to see how competitive this league is going to be. I'm telling you, I think this could be a dangerous, some of these matchups are dangerous. And again, Mountain West, they've underperformed in the tournament in the past. But again, three at-large bids. Of course, San Diego State won the league and won the conference tournament. Let's get to the South. I, I said that Alabama got the number one overall seed treatment. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, where you go to play here. But also, just looking at the bracket, 32-round matchups going to be Maryland-West Virginia. I don't think they have issues. You take a look at this Alabama team. It's probably the most talented athletic. You talked about their length. Team in the country. They're elite defensively. They've got the number one player as far as the NBA draft's concerned playing right now in Brandon Miller. He's just a matchup nightmare. They deserve the overall number one seed. And speaking of Texas A&M, I talked to you a little bit about it earlier today. But they absolutely dismantled in an A&M team that's in the dance. No question about it. They win that one by 19 points here. I took A&M second half down by 11. I thought they'd be able to take the minus one and cover that. No shot. A&M uh, gets blown out in the second half. This Alabama team, to your point, has been outstanding. I don't know if there's a final poll that comes out this week or not. But, you know, to me, the big three guys for them, Miller, Sears, and Clowney, have been outstanding. I mean, think about this. You got Javon Quinterly, who's coming off the bench. Quinterly's a starter at every other school in the SEC. That's how good the Nate Oates team has been. And then the, the bracket. There's only two teams, in my opinion, in this uh, bracket that can beat them. Uh, Arizona and Baylor. Arizona at the bottom of your south bracket, if you're taking a look. Arizona-Princeton. That Missouri-Utah State matchup is going to be fascinating. Yeah. I hate to keep harping. We talked about the three guards with Missouri, and they look great in that second half against Tennessee on Friday. But Utah State, they've got four dudes that can knock down threes. And I mentioned they've got size. That's the one thing about the Mountain West. I can't believe how much I'm going on. Ryan Odom. UMBC, remember back in 2000, what, 17, 18, yeah. he's back in the dance with Utah State. Dorius is 7-1, Funk 6-9. They've got the big Australian kid. Missouri can't overlook Utah State here in the 7-10 matchup. Not at all, and I'll tell you one thing. Dan Aiken, another guy, 6'9", 6'10", athletic, good, good, knows how to play. And, you know, Ashworth and Funk can really shoot the basketball. This team's going to be dangerous. Barstow as well. I, I got to tell you, Patrick, I haven't looked at the games that closely just yet. But to me, this might be, not from a betting standpoint, but just a viewership standpoint, this might be the entire first round best matchup on paper. Ooh, I don't disagree with you. And guess what? The market is fascinating here. So Utah State at many shops opened two. Yeah. And now I'm showing Missouri one at a couple. Pick them at a few more. But again, anywhere from Utah State laying a point and a half right now, Missouri laying a point at a couple other shops. You just said it's the best matchup on the board, and the market agrees with you. Well, I disagree with the number on the opener. I thought Missouri should have been a favorite, maybe at one and a half or two, but I got no qualms. You said it's a, Missouri is a one-point favorite now, correct? Correct. Yeah, so to me, I, I think this move is correct. It doesn't necessarily mean, though, that the Aggies aren't going to win this basketball game. I like this team a lot, and if you anybody saw the Mountain West Conference final, that was a tight game against the Aztecs, but San Diego State... 
that team just finds a way, whether it's under Fisher or under Brian Dutcher, this team just finds ways to will themselves to victory. They're just that good. And again, like you said, if not, we can meet you in the tunnel afterwards. We're beating anybody. I don't care who it is in a fight. Dude, San Diego State, they may want to chill, mix in some Pilates <laughs> or yoga because San Diego State, when you watch, they're just a bunch of dudes that look like they live in the gym. Uh, the Creighton NC State matchup, that 6 11 matchup is fascinating. One. Yeah. Look, to your point, I, I give a slight edge here to uh, Creighton because I think McDermott's team is just a little bit more talented from a scoring standpoint, but I like this NC State team. I don't think they've gotten enough credit because the league has been down overall. But to me, th- this team, uh, you look at Bundy, you look at uh, Smith, this team is really dangerous. Uh, they, they've done a fantastic job, and I'm drawing a blank right now on the kid who transferred in from Ole Miss right now. He's, he's been outstanding for them all year long. I love the way this team has played, and I'm glad they got in. I, I would have been really mad if they didn't get in. I thought they were completely deserving of being in this tournament. I thought they've been good throughout the course of the season, and they deserve it. Now, they got a tough matchup here in the opener, but to me, when I look at this NC State team, if they're, they're making shots, Jarkel Joyner, sorry. Uh, Burns and Joyner have been tremendous for this team. I mean, you talk about between Smith and Joyner and Patrick, you got two guys averaging almost 35 points a game. Uh, big guy has a play, and you want to grab the number on Virginia Furman. Virginia just has a weird vibe around them right now. And again, it's not going to get the pub like Marcus Sasser, Ziegler, and Clark. But Ben Vanderplas being done, that's big for Virginia as far as depth in the front court. Well, think about how good Vanderplas and Sears were both at Ohio last year, right? They were good. And now you have these guys have an impact on their current teams. We talked about Sears earlier being the second leading scorer for uh, Alabama, the number one team in the country. And Vanderplas being out. He's six seven, six eight, strong. He can shoot the ball at the perimeter, but he also bangs, just plays smart basketball. That's a big blow for this team. He's done for the year. Furman in Virginia, it's five and a half. The number short for, of course, a mid-major in Furman and the big guy. I think you have a play here. Yeah, I love Furman. Uh, their two leading scorers are both seniors. And this is a team, if you remember a year ago, they lost their conference tournament in a bid for the tournament on a buzzer beater to Chattanooga. Doogie, yep. I think this team has an edge. I don't think Virginia's as good as they used to be. And I think they can absolutely hang and beat the Cavs. Hey, don't worry about my guy, Tony. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. A mall callback. That's what we say in the business. When we come back, we'll continue tournament talk. Any NFL breaking news as well. We'll get you, get you right here on Sharp Money. Terrence Oglesby. The Field of 68, ESPN and Fox joins us. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed the 2024 nfl schedule release presented by verizon coming in may live on nfl network espn2 and streaming on nfl plus terms and conditions apply to nfl plus visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more